Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, okay. Baconator you, Town. You said you have two Baconators in the same week. Yeah, that's 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 tempting fate, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't it didn't come back to bite me. That was stronger than I, I expected. I mean, I can't say I'm not going <laughs> to <Yet. die. laughs> Has it come back to bite you yet? Well, not Rex today. of the not today. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh yeah, you God told me to remind retard. you to get a glass of wine <laughs> you there. You loved Todd. it. Ah, yeah. I, I, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I, I I'm so having so much trouble not screaming at the thing at work. God. <laughs> You get you get in trouble for screaming, screaming what? at it. Why? He uh, apparently doesn't know the difference between the uh, Edmund Fitzgerald and F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out eventually. Eventually, I but, got it wrong you a still, second But time. you still have Jim Jones set up in Africa somewhere. What can I say? <laughs> Guyana, South America. <laughs> Look, man, I figured it out. But is there I'm, like a, a Jim Jones like? Tourist attraction, you can go there and. Oh man, that's weird. I wonder. I wonder what is there. The Kool Aid's free. <laughs> Flavor it. Wow. Oh, oh, oh Andy. Andy. I did not. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You didn't do it. I didn't do that. No, I, I, I did. There's so yeah. many wires. That yeah. just belongs to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guilt by association. Yeah. Right. Well, it is. I'm gonna drink it once it stops foaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Gross. Oh, yeah, well, because, you know, it'd be easier if you... <laughs> it'd be easier if you'd suck it while yeah. it was still foaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've also got a strong bow there, too. Yes. So, you know, you, you might want to polish that off before you go to the yeah, Dr. Yeah, Pepper. Polish it yeah. off. Give it a good polish. Mm, rub, rub, Polish rub. the knob. Cup the balls. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shop, <laughs> number 298. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back check in. And we're here to talk week and geek. Gentlemen, it's so good to oh, see you. Yeah. Good to be seen. I'm working so much, I don't get the fun time. This is not my fun time. Yeah. Well. Dude, welcome to my world. Yeah. Uh, Tuesdays when I do podcasts is my off day. That is your fun <laughs> day. Because Paul just isn't having fun when he's working comedy. Yeah. Uh, I'm that. having fun, but I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Earning that pay. He has to wear a suit some other time. I do have to wear a suit. Well, gentlemen, we have emails and all sorts of stuff to get to, but yes. you know what? I'm Today I want to start. I'm interested in you guys. What geeky things you do this week? I LARPed. You officially Officially LARPed, LARPed. for what, the first time. What was the game system, or was it its own thing? It was its own thing. It was um, a friend of mine's birthday in Camarillo, and uh, we went out there, and uh, they'd rented a... Um, photo studio so we just took over this room it was a non-violent warp it was a non-fighting warp and uh we all had a bunch we had a, all had a character sheet and so like, all, is that more like one of those murder it, mystery it, it def- definitely felt kind of murder mystery because everyone had a couple items and bam, bam, bam. and you had to end up with two specific items you're like trying to trade stuff but there were people who were opposed to what you were doing and um and there were influence coins and you could gamble so I actually, I did a lot of my stuff. There was um, Texas Hold'em. I played Texas Hold'em and did pretty good on that. And with got your enough, influence coins? With my influence coins and, and uh, got enough to grab one of the pieces. And then my, my sworn enemy, okay. uh, who, who was, uh, he was the... Uh, was in, it Torgo? In, no, it was an invading, <laughs> invading force that had come into my town and I was the uh, resistance. Wait, your town? Yes. 
resistance wait, wait, is futile. Wait, was this played outside? No, it was played inside. But it was like it was kind of like the uh, the the restaurant at the end of the galaxy. It was a whole bunch of weird characters from any genre. You could be anything you wanted. Okay. So, but they they created characters, but you had you could work with it. You know, flesh them out. Um, but yeah, the guy who from the uh, the uh, forces that had taken over my town figured out who I was. And I was trying. I was trying to shuffle off that I wasn't it, but eventually he did this weird thing, like where he spoke out a game. And I'm like, all right, so I know who I am. So, I'm, well, fine. I need this thing. Get it for me, and I'll give you the part you need. So I basically made my sworn enemy get the part. I, the last part I needed to win the game or to be you know. well played. So. Yeah. So, so you you got this influence, and you said you bought something, an item. Uh, yeah, that we we had all these weird items that were you know little gigas, little necklaces gigas. and bracelets and, and gigas. And uh, you had to like go to a store. No, Did no, we, we, all, we, all, we all started with two, and then we're all trying to trade them and get other people to give us theirs for ours and swap back and forth, and it was, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was fun enough that Frankie is actually doing her own in two weeks. She's actually trying to... You, you've told me all this, and I don't think I'm anywhere nearer understanding it. So yeah. that was the main <laughs> crux of the game, was swapping around magical items yeah. before you even did anything? No, well, that was it. The whole thing he was said swapping not, around. He said It was a one-night thing. It was a one-night thing for a birthday party, and actually, the whole thing was there were two opposing forces, and the guy whose birthday it was... We found out later that his his goal was to try and make everything balance out, so each side came out even, and all the money balanced at the end, and 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 peace was in the world. So he was like sort of the peacemaker in the crowd. Did it work? Yeah, he did. He pulled it off. I don't like this game. So that's the weirdest. <laughs> that's the weirdest night of swapping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you haven't lived, Andy. You're not doing it. It right. was fun. <laughs> I thought where I thought LARPing might have been too geeky even for me, and I enjoyed it. So what was the goal? <laughs> the goal was to get swap out those two items and get the items you needed, and then at the end of the night we. I told How you, did you know we're for what? What we're what trading for other items. Oh my ass! So <laughs> your it's, goal it's is to trade items to get other items to trade for other items. No, it goes and on and on. It goes. The goal was ended with two items, and then it was only like a three-hour game. So you know, at the end, you only of had it, three hours. Three hours. Game? Hour it's, game. It's, it's fucking make a deal. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's you, a swap meet. Yeah, seriously. What? You, so you start off with two items. You're tr- you nobody knows who anybody else is. So I th- I'm trying. sorry. What was this? Double Ray for me, size old fala di do. What? <laughs> nobody. Doberman's, Doberman's what? Doberman's paralysis. What's going on? Yes, Doberman's paralysis. We are crippling dogs. Do you need the stroke that wallet? Game. Oh, we, gotta get, <laughs> we gotta get him the fucking stroke wallet. What the fuck is happening, Andy? What happens? You start off. Nobody, I walk into this fucking place. What do they give me? Uh, they give you the two items. Two items. Two items. Which could be. Which were necklaces and bracelets, and I, I had the uh, a couple of rings and stuff. Yeah, they're enchanted. In theory, yes. Well, okay. But we're not really well, thank enchanted. You, thank you for clearing that shit up, you asshat. All right. Do they have a fucking tag on them to let you know what No, you don't know is? what they are, and so you're trying to figure now out what they are. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're fucking you're getting somewhere. So you are, don't know what the they are. are. Right. How do you investigate what they are? They were on non-player characters you could interact with. Did he ever say any of nope. this shit? No, you no. ass. All right, so <laughs> the game is... Andy, what are you talking the about? The game is the discovery of what you've been given. Exactly. And then, once you know what you have, you can then swindle and swap to try and get more powerful items? To uh, try and trick people out of specific their Specific items. You need, everyone needed their own specific items. Everyone needed... Now it makes even more fucking sense. So, so, this, so, so you this are is, predetermined to get two items. You know, this and, is LARP Flux. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's some, actually what I was thinking. Yeah, there's some of that to it. Wow, 
Now it makes Boy, all Andy. The sense. <laughs> I know his journalism was working overtime. Wow. <laughs> oh. Allow me to explain the game. Two items. <laughs> Everyone equal at Everyone the end. Everyone gets Finish. two items. Got it? But there's no fighting. Is it clear? What the fuck? All right. So, okay. I think you would have enjoyed it. I get... I Now? Yeah. Now that I fucking understand what the hell's going on, yeah. That sounds all right. I mean, I, it wouldn't be my first move. It wouldn't be my first choice for an evening's entertainment. It's no Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, boy. Bear, Rob, Bear Rob's at home going, oh, oh, my hair's still ready. Oh, my hair still hungers for the blood night. Oh. I, real, I realized the other day, and I texted him this, that if I called somebody a Malkavian, he's the only person I know that would understand what I'm saying. I know what it means. <laughs> I know you would know. Actually, you would know. He is, I don't he know. is fang deep in that shit. Fang <laughs> deep. Oh, oh please. Yeah. He, he says you go no. In, you know, right. He says no, yeah. but. I don't do that LARPing shit anymore. Oh, uh, oh, uh, but I was a vampire. It was cool. Uh. But I will say, he did. they did play those games. Those were big here for a while. In they were Vegas. big in general. Big, well, yeah. In Vegas, it got really wild. Especially yeah. a lot of live action A lot stuff. of spaces. Yeah. yeah, the Blood Moon Social Club. Yeah. Yeah, there was lots of uh, big warehouse spaces and, and uh, places they just go. And cool collectibles. Yeah, they was, did for a while. They, they, was, they stylized themselves as the largest retailer in the world. Uh-huh. And then that dude that owned that place got real yeah. touchy feely. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, okay. Allegedly. There, there's a lot that happened through that place, allegedly. <laughs> I'll bet. No, I'll have a conversation allegedly a off the air where it's legal. <laughs> hey, we're, we just discussed that Andy style. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Opa Andy Opa style. Opa Andy style, yeah. What other two geek? items? <laughs> everyone gets them. Touch no feely. Two items, everyone gets it. Everybody gets two. Do you see what, how it works? <laughs> You're so stupid. Don't ever play this game. You don't understand it. <laughs> the wisdom of Andy. What other geeky things do you do this week, gentlemen? They didn't do shit. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> oh, 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 burn, burn. It's true. I want, it's true. Andy's out there living life, and I'm sitting back going, fuck you for doing things. That's right. <laughs> no, you know, I'm just saying, fuck you for trying to explain shit. That's what I'm really saying. Uh, I played some video games, finally, a little bit. I yeah, got a little bit of video more of that Rocket time. League? Rocket League, dude. Yeah, I like that game a lot. Um, I managed to grab it on the last day it was available. Oh, good. So, so I have it. You haven't played it yet? No, I just hit download and walked out the door. Oh, you got to play it. Well, at least you got it. Yeah. Uh, you got to give it a try. It's great. Um, we should play together sometime. Uh, it's good stuff. Played some more Mortal Kombat. I finally beat Mortal Kombat, the storyline. Did you like that storyline as much as the last one? Because you were a big fan of the last one. Uh, it gets way convoluted, this one. Okay. Did you play it? Not the storyline. Yeah, it gets convoluted as fuck. But it's fine. It's yeah. fun. It's the, Mortal Kombat. The, the animation's great. Um, Ashley Birch is... Cassie Cage from uh, Hey Ash, what are you playing? Oh, okay. Yeah, so wow, just fun to see her. That is awesome. Oh, she's getting mad work now. Um, very talented uh, performer, hilarious gal. Uh, she's awesome. Um, so I enjoyed that, and um, yeah, it's good. It's solid. And then playing the single player, just jumping into the towers. I do like those towers. I that, beat it with two people. I haven't played the living tower stuff yet. That I like the living tower stuff. That's yeah. a lot of fun just because of all the changes and yeah. it, it it keeps it from getting stale. Yeah. It's it's good. They they've just they're just building on their strengths. Ed Boone still knows what he's doing behind that, that game. It's prettier than it's ever been. 
I'm tempted to pull the trigger on the full download stuff and give them another 30 bucks. A little steep, but... It's steep. But it's worth it's for it. some fun characters. They're though. good characters, and I mean, I just, you know... I'm, I'm tempted to do it because it's a good game. There's but they got Predator, Jason Voorhees, uh-huh. and I can't remember what else. Because uh, those two are the only ones. They got a rock me. guy, yeah, and a gal. I'm a rock guy. A rock guy. I can't remember her name. The gal, rock gal, rock gal, rock gal, Raquel, Raquel. Yeah. I don't think she's out yet. I think it's just the three so far. She might not be out yet. She's, she's not out, one. so nobody knows she's a lesbian. Right. Yep. She's keeping it cool. On the down low. Cool, cool rider. I didn't do much geek-wise, but I did want to shout out a congratulations mm-hmm. to Zach Smith, who wrote The Red and Pleasant Land, a game I reviewed. Yes. Yes. Uh, on the, the video. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland RPG. with uh, Dracula and Elizabeth Bathory fighting for power, essentially, is the uh, elevator pitch. And uh, Red and Pleasant Land won four uh, Annie Awards. Nice. At, at Gen Con? Ennies, at Gen Con. The Annie's nice. are uh, fan awards for role-playing games, um, tabletop, in, uh, that are given out at Gen Con. And uh, Red and Pleasant Land won a silver for Best Adventure, and that was behind... Uh, Adventure behind? Yeah. Oh. Gold uh, was won by Horror on the well, Orient this is Express the hit it with my by Chaosium. Guy, right? <laughs> he won the silver for product of the year. Gold winner was the D and D. When you have the silver behind, hand. dude. Well, if you're right behind the D if you're right behind the D and D, that's good. Gold for best writing, which was certainly deserved, and he also won gold for. Uh, shit. What was it? Well, for that, he behind won it shit. for shit. Yeah. Oh, I just lost it, and I know this. I know this. We show. call we like to call it product. Yeah. Well, he, um, it's I really I really do salute it because it really is one hell of a it is oh best setting gold for best setting. It is an interesting setting. It is. It's very interesting. It's very inventive. He's truly out of the box in thinking, and he really pushes hard on the whole do it yourself D and D thing, and he really pushes to have people be inventive, and. There is a lot of internet hate against him because he is actually very confrontational. He has the blog, D&D with Porn Stars. Right. He does the video. I hit it it with my axe, which is uh, he and his basically adult industry friends, uh, women who are in porn, who are uh, are strippers, who play the game and love the game sure and they get a lot of blowback from a lot of the progressive um feminist types even though zach is actually a big time progressive himself but he's doing feminism wrong so there is a lot of hate that's heaped on him and his uh uh group members and zach is a ferocious defender of his friends which has not gained him um Friends in certain quarters. Sure, but I bet it's got a way. Certainly appreciate it. I bet it's got him yeah. laid a lot. Well, well, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> yeah, it. Um, that's the thing, though, because the Ennies are a fan award, and so it sort of reflects that a quality product, something that is truly inventive and very well done, actually can go out there and win something, even in some cases over Dungeons and Dragons, 
and Pathfinder, which are like the the, the That's big the two standards. Uh huh. And he can he can do that despite a lot of these uh, a lot of these uh, sentiments and campaigns against him, which is which is what I I really respect and admire. I don't read so. that blog enough. It's it's a great blog. I've sent out occasionally a couple links because he talks about he's an artist. He's not just some porn actor. He's an actual artist. He's actually doing more art now than he's doing anything else and making his money off of that. And he talks about creativity. He attacks creativity and thoughts on creativity a lot. Didn't he illustrate uh, all the all the pictures in that uh, that book? <clears throat> yeah, the, his. He, his, uh, he did. The illustrations, he did most of the map work. Um, uh, Jez Gordon also did some map work and was his a uh, graphics designer. And one of the cool things behind Red and Pleasant Land was that the organization of the book, and I did a piss-poor job in my review, um, but the organization of the book is really game-friendly. Instead of a lot of game books come out and they're almost like textbook, that, but his book is really... An honest to God, like handbook, you have this at the table and use it, and it's convenient for that, which of course was his design setup. That's his argument that all game books should be, and he lives by that. Vornheim mm. is the book he did a couple years ago. You also you reviewed. Also reviewed. You, you mean as opposed yeah. to the the D and D books, or uh, there's no index? Right, where the <laughs> index is nightmarish. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Exactly. It, his it, index, his tables, all that shit makes sense. It's laid out. Well, it's just. He really gives a lot of thought to it. And because so he doesn't well. give a fuck, it's done well. And because he doesn't give a fuck, because he will just get into big fights on the internet. Oh, wait. I thought he did give fucks. There's <laughs> n no, dude. It, it's a porn actor. It's paid fucks. Oh, okay. Motherfucker. Yep, you give, give shit. Yeah. That's right. He, he really, it's just, it's, it's really inspirational creativity. It really is. I really do respect him for it. And uh, I just, uh, they, he and his crew have been put through a lot lately, and uh, I just want to say hats off. And Rats all off you people out there, look for it. Red and Pleasant Land, the publisher is Lamentations of the Flame Princess, which is uh, James Raggi's publishing house, which publishes a real hardcore old-style D&D game system called Lamentations, although Red and Pleasant Land is actually D&D &D neutral. You can really you can use that within any setting, and Vornheim. If you get a chance, that second printing I think is coming out in a few months or so. That is also a game, an excellent game book. I did review that. Vornheim actually won a technical gaming award. Okay. This is like I I don't know the I don't know the game the the game convention or the award, but it's like some kind of video game tech game convention thing. Okay. Vornheim was given a technical award because of the innovative use of the book and the way you use it in gaming. So it's just it's it's uh, yay Zach. Nice. So cool. So it was really cool. I also a friend of mine who was out at Gen Con got me a Dak a Zach saved D and D shirt. That were being given out. Nice. Oh, cute. So uh, I'll be getting that sometime soon. Thank you, Matt. That's my friend Matt Lunak. And it's, yeah. So, yay! I'm yay. just happy. I'm just happy. So, uh, less, less a geeky thing that I did, but uh, a buddy of mine just asked me a question, and I know it kind of relates into the, the email, and this is, seems like the perfect group to ask this question. Um, he has a friend that is being stationed out here at the airbase and is looking for gaming 
centered stuff, i.e., yep. tabletop, video games. Uh, he's looking for a new gaming group, etc. So there this seems like the the best group that would have suggestions. Uh, my suggestions that I gave for, for video games were um, the uh, Pinball Hall of Fame Arcade Museum because right. it's got both video games and the arcade games, and they have um, tournaments. Absolutely. Right. So it can, um, be, so it's, uh, can be social. And, right and then right next to it, the retro Paradise. gamers' paradise, the retro gaming um, sales and great store. Um, so and they expanded guys, their store to be. Uh, also tabletop gaming yep. too. Oh, is tabletop in there they now? They opened too? up the back. It's nice. a lot of card stuff. Mostly cards. See, I didn't know that. So that's that's, that's new, perfect for him. So yeah. I wondered if you but guys had any start. any other suggestions. The little Shop of Magic get. is great. The guy that used to run um Comic Oasis, uh no, not Comic Oasis. Um Yeah, you're right. Is it the, the yeah, okay. Comic Oasis. Mm-hmm. The one that, that yeah, it's gone now and, and now and now he's, he's a game doing shop. his own game shop. What is it called? Uh let's Shall we play? I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Shall We Play. Shall we and play that's not game? too far from the base. That's actually up on okay. Craig, I think. Actually, there's a meetup group that plays games at uh, a place called the Juke Joint, really close to the base, um, on Wednesdays, I think. And I can't remember what the meetup group is called. But sure, go to but, me- go to meetup and look, look to up To expand gaming. this question out further for anybody yeah. that might think about that on a larger scale, right? Find your local game stores. Right. If they have tables, they have events. And right. they have yeah. events where yeah. you can meet people, and they usually have a uh, a section where you can try out board games before you buy them. Right. Yeah. Action Comics and Games on Boulder, which is just a, a jaunt south of the base. What was the name again? I'm sorry. Action Comics and Games. Okay. That's Boulder. It's and a solid Lake jaunt, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's yeah. It, they they have they have their whole center of the store is tables, and it's devoted to playing. Uh, Man, I playing wish I had some hours. time. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, dude, I just I am missing playing games so bad. But yeah, it's, I knew my knowledge base for this was limited, so I figured uh, you know between the the five of us we could sure. come up with yeah, a there, few. There, there's, um, I mean, we are the comic book stores too. I mean, we, we talk about cosmic and alternate reality a lot. Uh, cosmic is supposedly the largest in town right now. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Supposedly. and they have some comfy couches. Yeah, they yeah. do have some comfy couches big, for reading and big book. And they're not they, they do sell some games books in there too, don't they? They have a small small selection board game section. Yeah. Okay, that's maximum's that's got think. a decent little selection of games, and they do twenty percent off everything. Right. Maximum has a mm. big warehouse location I didn't even know about. It's like on South Dean Martin, mm-hmm. like just yep. it's on mm. it, like if you go to Trop and then just go. Have you been past? The, I haven't been. I just found the address. So yeah, it's like way down there in all the the warehouses and stuff. It's a, supposedly a big warehouse store. Battlezone Comics is the closest uh, comic shop to the uh, base. It's um, in North Las Vegas. It's the only shop in North Las Vegas. Yeah. But those are good starts. Then so yeah, I just I figured that would be a good question for this group. I got two other things. Two things. Two. You gotta watch the doomed journey of what's his name? Matty Gan. I'll I'll Doctor Moreau. On oh, Netflix. yes. It's so fucking good. It's on Netflix right now. I really want to watch it. What's the guy's name? The, it was the director it's of... the director of... Island of Dr. Moreau. That he, Frankenheimer? He, no. No. He, Frankenheimer took over the project. You've got to watch oh. it. Oh. Did you see this thing yet, Kirsten? No, sir, I did You'll not. You'll lose your goddamn mind. I've read articles about it, but I haven't seen this documentary. I've, so, I've heard interviews that Kilmer has done that have been as just like... you got to see this fucking movie. Kilmer comes off as a real tool bag. You gotta see. It. I'll look up the exact title here, um, but uh, holy shnikes! The um, the Doom Journey of 
Narf. I'll never find it. Now. Well, while he's Narf. looking at that, I'm Narf. just going to prank you want me to point out that uh, Anna Anaka, who's apparently a huge YouTube star, has a cameo in Ant-Man. And she got very excited when she saw her. <laughs> She's like right at the end. All right. She's a writer in the end. And, and is very well, little I mean, minor You can look it up. And at the end of the it's show, called we'll, we'll Lost do Lost Soul. Oh, all right. The Damned Journey of <laughs> Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. What is that being fed to you nice. one word at a time? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all written all crazy. I couldn't hardly read it. Gotcha. Uh, but Richard <laughs> is Stanley. Is it a font problem? Is it a font it problem? It is a font. Yeah, read that fucking font. It's a fucking font problem. Get Paul a font wallet. Get right. Paul a font wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> secondly <laughs> I have uh, raved in the past. I must rave yet again. The, the boys at OSW Review, the old school wrestling podcast, they occasionally dip a toe in films as well. And they just put up a review of Samurai Cop that had me laughing harder than anything <laughs> I have laughed at in at least five months. It's so fucking good. So go to OSW Review and watch their review of Samurai Cop. Okay. It's amazing. Have you seen the fucking movie? I have not, not seen yet, the movie. No. Oh, yeah, no, no, I know no, you've wait, mentioned guys, the movie. I don't have anything to do tonight after this. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you did. I thought you, you were, have 45 minutes. Weren't we beginning? Oh, I don't. I have everything to do after this. Oh. Weren't we beginning the... Uh, the uh, SG one, SG one tonight. Oh yes, we can begin. Oh yeah, you're oh, right. I shit. do have something to do. Shit on me. By the way, uh, 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 Andy's point brings up. I did see Ant Man. By the way, and enjoyed oh, yeah. it immensely. How yeah. was it? It was good. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was. It was right along like what Jeff said about Guardians of the Galaxy. You're you're not going in there expecting the Marvel level, just a really good Marvel movie, and it's actually it's up there. And it's like Todd said, unironically, it's a smaller movie, so it's you yeah, don't have to worry about the yeah. It is. And and now they mentioned wrestling too. My my condolences. I'm so sorry. Oh, it is terrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We lost Rowdy Roddy Piper. We is that the news? We, we, we have it in the news, that's of not course. News we don't we, give a shit about. But yeah, we, yeah. Go oh. ahead. Keep going. That's right. Well, you right. know what? I want to get the email first. Oh, email. email. Yeah, because you know, email. Yeah, Jeff brought up the email. question. We, we got other things that are, people have brought up. So, well, first off, let's say uh, hello, Geek Shockers. Hello, hello. hello. All the talk about superhero food made me hungry. Mm. It's wrecking my 90-day challenge. I'm sorry, oh dude. I feel you. I wrecked my own 90-day challenge myself. <laughs> yep, another Shock Monkey Scoop member of the nine. congregation to keep Paul company as we both restart our diets. Yes. Mm. I've, he attached a picture of a Winnipeg burger favorite from Blondie's restaurant, the world-famous Blondie's nine-pound burger. Oh, but, what? But Yar, says, nine pounds? We have a Blondie's here. <laughs> That's a here. child. <laughs> Arf. That's he, a newborn. He says, in honor of... Is ma- it made of baby? <laughs> it might, well, you know, the, oh. things might be lax. Oof. In honor of Maple Leaf Matt, I call this the Captain Canuck burger. Mm-hmm. After you eat it, you'll be sorry like a true sorry. Canadian. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> nine pounds of beef. Oh, oh man. Baby. There is a Blondie. Oh, there's a Blondie in, um, in the Miracle Mile shops. Hmm. Yes, there is. I don't know if they have the nine pound burger or not, but. Probably. It, it, you know, we have to investigate that. Not eat it, because I'm, I'm not okay. insane. I'm okay. Yeah, we get one burger, but between the five of us. I can't hear you. That's still too much. <laughs> Who are you, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get one burger and eat it between the five of us. <laughs> hey, Kirsten, did you watch Red Sonia yet? 
<laughs> it's gone, dude. I look. It's not on. It is. It's off, not on Netflix. It is off streaming. Yeah, I know. Now I listen. That's to, why I bought the damn DVD, yeah. and I'll. Oh yeah. well, that's why I saw it then, because <laughs> you oh. got the DVD. I didn't watch it on Mr. Netflix. Mr. Lender nor Borrower B. I will not. We will. We will watch it sometime. Oh, uh, we will watch it. Some, oh boy. He's, well, I'll bring I, uh, it over. I see. I see. That's how he's gonna make sure I actually watched did I, it. Did, did I, I mention this? Game night. Uh, we could have it as background noise. Did I, did I mention <laughs> this? Uh, that that I, I listened to that podcast with the friends I was going to San Diego with. And, Which one? The the one where we talked the about one where that? we talked about Ed Sonia. Yeah. And and they pointed out that what you were doing a lot was imitating the sounds of the woman in the pit. Yes. And they believe that your fantasy is not. You're, they believe your fantasy is to be one of the women in the pit. <laughs> you, you might be right. You might be right. I I definitely that that scene stayed with me as a kid, and when I saw it again, I was like, "Yes, you may be <laughs> right. He may be crazy." Oh yeah, definitely. It's fresh, man. It's fucking fresh. Those old those old <laughs> movies, they don't fuck around. That remember from Conan when uh, first Conan when the guy's like, "Hey, girl." Uh, and Darth Vader's like, hey, this girl. Is the Fresh Prince of Conan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's all, hey, girl, walk, girl, off, up in walk it, yeah. off that cliff. And she does. Yep. And he's like, that is power, Conan. <laughs> and he's like, you're a monster. You're, you're a terrible person. How'd you do that to the poor girl? Crom. Crom. Ah. He, he continues. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. There's a sentence? Oh. He says, please, please keep up your awesome and important work. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Bringing all things geek to the masses. <laughs> a big thank you to you princes of all things nerd, you gods of geekdom. Well, wow. Whoa. Uh, truly yours, M.M. Domega. I'm putting that oh, in my business you. card. We're like, uh, I was hoping that was Joss Whedon. What's that? The <laughs> Cider House Rules. Yes. <laughs> Good night, you kings of geekdom. You sons of all kinds of bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to die now sucking on ether. You princes of dumb crap. Ether bunny? You wasters of money. You collectors of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you wasters of time. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, after dinner tonight, we took a detour to Tours R Us because Tours we, are, Us? we are with Matt, famous Paul. Yes. You've got to stop by Tours R Us. Yes. And what happened? Jeff fucking wa- magic. I'm the only one that bought anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it was magic. He found that uh, the Batcave set Ooh. with uh, the Bat, the Batman, classic Batman sixty six sixty six figure with ah, Bat computer, detachable Adam West head, Bat yeah. computer. Oh my goodness! Mini uh, Shakespeare statue, bust. Fucking it. cool shit. Oh yeah, bust. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll have to show you later. Hey oh, another email. <laughs> hey, dear the Paul show. I disapprove this message. <laughs> I found out about the Paul show from li- Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You really have to listen intently to this one. From listening to his other show, The Ice Cream Club, and I've, <laughs> and, and I've been a churner there since day one. <laughs> which in turn I discovered after listening to Penn Sunday Class, and I can now proudly say I've managed to catch up with every episode of Geek Squat now. What? <laughs> Albeit in reverse. You've listened to all of them backwards. Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Does it sound, does it sound like... I bet it crazy. Crazy. I bet our early episodes are just garbled shit. Our early episodes are very interesting. <laughs> they are very... I have not listened to them in a long time. Odd. we got to start at number nine. Half hour of uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was talking just about bullshit. Uh, it 
Uh, As opposed to now, <laughs> the formula the formulas changed. Wow. Yes, the I'm formula glad it's now. different now yeah. that I'm no, here. No, that, now, now it's a, you you heard the last email. It's important. The only thing that's changed is I'm here. He says, uh, says I don't. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that's changed is you're well, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I binge listened backwards, but that long ago might have been a few years ago. Come to think of it, one of you was talking about the shite TV licensing laws over here in Britain. That was me, see? See, it was me. And whoever it was made a few mistakes. <laughs> oh, look oh! It was you, Andy. It was me. Fact, fact it check was totally Andy. Me. Fact check Andy fucks it up. <laughs> it was totally me. All right. Anyone that has equipment can receive broadcasts as they are transmitted as requires a TV license. It costs roughly in U.S. $230, and it has to be paid for annually, but you only need one license per household. All of this money goes to fund the BBC. And on the plus side, there is no advertising anywhere on the BBC channels over here. Between 2014 and 2015, this raised just under $6 billion. Even if you never watch the BBC, it is a criminal offense to own receiving equipment without one. No one is exempt. Not cable. Not satellite. Even watching something like live streaming online that's broadcast in Britain requires a TV license. I'm going to say this was not me making these mistakes because I think I just mentioned that it existed and somebody added detail that wasn't Uh, me. We all got it wrong. Let's collectively accept that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Upon purchasing a TV, you have to show ID and they place... And they place you are buying it from has to register your details to forward to the TV licensing department. They put a tracer in your arm. As for TV detector vans, I've never seen one. <laughs> well, of course not. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> I know they used to exist, but I think that's just an urban myth that they are still around. A bit like the one about the volcanoes. I th- ne- needless to say, <laughs> I dumped my television over 10 years ago. That's what X Hamster and YouTube are for. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, X Hamster. Yeah. <laughs> Props to X Hamster. <laughs> mm-hmm. X Hamster and Thumbzilla have gotten me through so much of my life. <laughs> Thumbzilla. Thumbzilla. Dude, Thumbzilla, if you haven't been to Thumbzilla in a while. Oh, well, I've been th- there. Th- <laughs> Paul, I've been to places you haven't been. I don't even want to go. I got Those are my two. That's enough. <laughs> Sorry for the long-winded email, email. And keep up the good work, Paul. From your viewer, Gaming Mill. <laughs> yeah. Gaming Mill. I, I think I mentioned before, when we mentioned the first time, the, the first time I was aware of that was a Monty Python routine where there's a guy with the cat detector van. Right. Oh, right. That, yeah. That's what started yeah, the, that's what the started. station. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I had no, the joke made no sense to me until I found out that there were TV detector vans. All right. So, Gaming Mill, thank you for setting us right. Nice. We, we, we <laughs> well, learned something today. Thank you for today. setting Paul right. This yeah. is his show, after all. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. <laughs> Paul. And that's not the only email. We also have oh, this wow. one. Yeah. Guys, holy shit. What? what? Uh, oh. That was the funniest episode ever. Yes, what? it was. Which one? Was it? Superman, Superman made of dicks could be DC's savior. <laughs> <laughs> Do we dare put that image oh, up? Oh, man. I tweeted it out. Did you? Yeah. Okay, great. So it's out there. Internet, if you want to find it. It's there, in the ether. There is a drawing of Superman made of dicks with this. dick eyes, even though he is a dick. <laughs> This inspired me to think of Batman's counterpart, <laughs> Batman made of anuses, <laughs> a.k.a. Buttman, a.k.a. Bruce Strain, oh, nice. and his sidekick, Ramin. Oh, yeah. He nice. could fight off foes such as the Choker and Hardly In <laughs> and the Diddler. <laughs> the Diddler. The Diddler. These are bi- Did you? If this guy has never heard 
old fucking Bob and Tom. Oh, wow, yeah. They did an old bit, Buttman. Yes. Way back. This is back in 89. Yeah. Sounds about right. It was right. Yeah. Yeah, and it was that whole thing. It was like, God, I forgot about Bob and Tom. Get out of here, Diddler. They have their own podcast bits now. You can get them as a podcast. Would love to hear your takes on other superheroes' genitalia-related counterparts. (laughs) Love the show. Matt fucking Wooten. Thanks, Matt. Well, uh, you know what? I have to say that Ancow already took it upon himself <gasps> to start oh. this thread. Oh, excellent. He sent us a group of hashtag Dirty DC. Dirty <laughs> oh, DC. Oh, Is that this week's mission? So that is this week's mission. This week's dirty, mission dirty, hashtag Dirty DC. Give so we've, us... We've got Superman made of dicks. Right. Hard to beat. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and uh, Batman made of anuses. <laughs> Hard to stop. But, but, but Ann Cow gives some examples. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Harley Rimjob. Yeah. Harvey Bullock, just the one. Oh. Right. Uh, Willie West. Kilowog would become Kilocock, the beast with the bulbous appendage. <laughs> Booster Gold would just be a male enhancement pill for Superman made of dicks. Yeah. Right. Missile Plick would be minuscule piddlestick. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have Sodomy Grundy. Sodomy Grundy, born on Monday. <laughs> Fucked on a Tuesday. <laughs> Married on Wednesday. So I, I send it to you, Shock Monkeys, Geek Shockers. Dirty DC. Hashtag Dirty DC. I have to say my favorite tweet this week was the one that says, said, said hey, the famous Paul, what does the D stand for again? <laughs> that one had me giggling. Oh, that's great. Someone needed a hit. Someone yeah. needed a hit. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah. It's been a while. Well, we'll see. The episode's not over. If there's a Disney story, you never know. So, so, so Matt Wooten, thank you for bringing that up. And thank you, Cow, for getting this new set started. Oh, yep. boy. I uh, I met a uh, scoop slash shock monkey at the uh, bucket show. And they walked up to me and said, who are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm Andy Taylor. Fact check, Andy? I'm like... Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> nice guy. Right. Yeah, they're mostly yeah. nice people. <laughs> there was two. There's two that. But the rest of them great. Yeah. There's two guys, but yeah, the rest are I great. just I think our fans aren't any crazier than we are. So that's <laughs> why <laughs> that's why we're uh, that's why we get along you're just fine. You're listening to this show. <laughs> you're already the converted. Yeah, There's no mindset. Doubt. Yeah. yeah. If you've made it past minute 12, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're in for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Right. laughs> I want to say it was Tim, but it's been a long week and I'm drinking. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, next email, hello, Mr.'s Geek Shock. I'm sure you're all aware of this, but it wasn't brought up at all when you last discussed the final episode of St. Elsewhere. Uh-oh. If St. Elsewhere is all in young Tommy's mind, yeah. then an argument could be made that every other show that has links to St. Elsewhere, Elsewhere is also in his mind. Oh, right. right. This would include Knight, Knight Rider, Rider, Star Trek, ALF, Doctor Who, and Batman, among many others. Uh, there's a site for a complete rundown. That's the uh, the Tommy West P. Hall dot WordPress. Sorry if you knew this already, or sorry if I blew your mind. Loves and kisses white chocolate in I had seen that list, but I, Thank you, white I'm, chocolate. I'm, sure chocolate. This, I'm sure this website's more complete than what I've seen. I saw a brief rundown of it. So uh, White chocolate, you have a point. And are you guys ready to have your minds blown to Oh, yeah. Shit? Take take me down. Okay. So Where I want to be. Blow me, bitch. Blow me. Our, <laughs> it'd be easier if you just sucked my dick. Uh, right. <laughs> Our keyboard player extraordinaire, Michael Spadoni, yes. hit me to this thing last week at okay. the Bucket Show. 
quick informal poll. One voice at a time here. I'm going to come to you guys individually. All right. You recall a certain series of children's books that led to a cartoon about bears. Yes. What are they called, Andy? They're the Berenstein Bears. How would you spell that? B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Great. How would you remember them? I remember the Berenstein Bears. How would you spell it from your memory and past? Um... I'll just throw it out there. Uh, B-E-A-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, Kirsten? Do you remember that series of books? No, I don't. I've heard of it. And right. I've always mentally imagined the title as B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Okay. And how about you? Um, I think it was B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, right? All right. Here's what's fucking crazy. Uh-oh. It's better okay. be good because this it's is... Always been the Baron Stain Bears. Yeah. S T A I N. A I N? Right. Yeah. See, Andy? Whoa. But I remember it as Steen. Yeah. You yeah. remembered it as Steen. Yeah. You yeah. remembered it as Steen. Yeah. You remembered it as yeah. Steen. Kirsten did not remember it as Steen. Oh, does that make me bad? No, mm. it just means you're from a different parallel dimension than we are. Oh, wow. there Shit. is a Spadoni. There is a you fucker. There is a time fracture somewhere around 2000, around 99, 2000. So the theory goes this has to do with the Y2K bug being repaired uh-huh. uh, surreptitiously by a time traveler. And somehow this was one of those shifts that occurred. Some of us are from that previous parallel universe and didn't get fully shifted over where we clearly remember it was the Berenstein Bears I even remember as a kid having to pronounce it Berenstein Bears and being like that sounds like a weird way to say it Berenstein but because I was from Kentucky and had never met a Jewish person but Berenstein I remember that pronunciation very specifically in my they mind. were all hunted the extinction right I remember I remember <laughs> this in my mind very clearly right I remember this in my mind very clearly but if you go look at all the old books all the TV show, everything. It's Berenstain. Yep. They it say sure it's is. always been Berenstain. Here, here's the thing that, that I can add to that. I remember getting books on cassette when I was really little from the library, and Berenstain Bears are some of them. And I can distinctly, because there was always that same reader, and I can, I've heard so many of them, I can distinctively hear him say Berenstain. Ain. Ain. Okay. I, so you're from that other dimension. So I, I can hear it, Maybe. but <laughs> okay. but I don't remember it that way. Yeah, it's interesting. But see, isn't that weird? But this is yeah. also so okay. So beyond the fact that it's a possible parallel dimension shift, it's a more likely thing. There's an explainable phenomenon behind it. Uh, I believe they they refer to it as the uh, uh, Mandela Mandela effect. There's there's a lot of people that have a distinct memory of Nelson Mandela dying in prison and causing huge riots in Africa. Really? Which, of course, never happened. Right. right. No, but there's a, there's a subset of the population that has this memory in their mind for whatever reason. Are they that, conflating him with, with Biko? It could be all kinds yeah, of things. Okay. But, but this is the thing. I mean, there's a couple of examples of these kinds of things where a lot of people have the same slightly twisted memory. But this one was a really weird one. And I just remember Berenstein. Wow. It's so weird. Sure. But, if but you we have that pretty up, fallible memories. And, and we do. We do. But if you want to look up and read it, it's kind of interesting. It's sort of a... I, I love this, though. It's a thought ex- ex- exploration into quantum mechanics. Do you people engage with anyone else about that? 
about Berenstain Bears at all? Talk to other people ever, ever? Because I never, ever have. I've literally only seen it mentioned in documentation of pop culture, and I'm wondering if that's part of why I remember it that way. Because I literally, I never read a book. I never listened to a book. I never talked to people about it. I never watched a cartoon. I grew up with some of it and remember it from from the libraries and stuff, and I just remembered it as Berenstain. It's strange. Um, I remember. <clears throat> I remember it. I mean, Andy I really spelled it this. out exactly as as I remember it. Right. S t e i n, and you know, I, I just, and I remember that being tied into the Richard Scary books too, with the Lowly Worm and all that. Yeah, I they, mean, they, they were, seem they seem to be in the same. It's actually, they were scary. Scary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, they seem to be of the same. Paul was so worm. interested. Good old Lowly Worm. See, and I thought we were going for some kind of, because I thought Baron Stain, I was like a scumbag, because I'm thinking. No, well, you are, but that's not Some why. kind of stain. You're just from a parallel universe, that's, that's all. That's all right. Yeah. Well, that's all right. You explain a lot. <laughs> Torgo's our sleeper agent. That's why he has the dual memory. It's But it's a it's a fascinating rabbit hole if you want to go explore that. Yeah. Uh, it's, I love it's, this It's stuff. fun to read. It is. It I is mean, and, and, and the guy who even writes the theory and everything, this is like a college paper he did, and it just happened to get a whole lot of hits. Sure. And, why wouldn't uh, it? And you know, it's just one of those weird, interesting things about the zeitgeist and all that kind of thing. It's, it's yeah. an interesting phenomenon, and it, he he takes the piss out of it too, at, while at the same time, like oh, I don't know. But, I like yeah, the idea probably, of doing a time traveling comic book or a time traveling TV series or website, but but it's it's the guy's job is fixing stupid little time travel shit. Yeah. Like, like yeah, oh, we gotta we gotta straighten out this Berenstain changing minutia thing. Yeah. Well, but yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like. That's you know the Matrix even kind of hinted at that, that that's what it is. It's little stuff. Deja vu. No. He's like, what yeah. did you just say? Yeah. Fuck. And here's the we fucked up thing. So I read that. I read that that whole thing last night. I was reading that article last I'm night. Look this up. And I'm walking the dog uh, late at night, and there's this gray cat sitting on the 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 wall, and I'm like, oh, Matrix. Ooh, you know, you see gray cat. I see blonde. Well, brunette, as redhead. I came back, as I came <laughs> back, the cat is in very close to the same position still, but black as night, and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, stop it, universe. Nice. Just cut it the fuck out. Just cut it the fuck the out. The Oracle and the architect are sitting there laughing at it. It was right. so oh, fun. Man. I was just like, no. Yep. Let's get back inside. This is dumb. <laughs> it's dumb, but I'm scared. I wasn't scared. I was just like, I'm projecting some shit here. This is, that cat was always black. I would, I would like to believe in a god who just likes to screw with Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw a glitch in the Matrix. That would be Berenstein. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I love this. It's really fascinating. Look it up. Yeah, I really, I didn't. Definitely. When you started, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be dumb. But no, I'm, I'm fascinated. Yep. Once, once in a while, Andy, I got some gold. No, no, the, the setup, the setup <laughs> made me think dumb. But he thought, he thought you were going for one of your really long well, drawn yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, I had go. to be careful because I didn't want to pooch right. the pronunciation. I sure. had to make sure that you guys came at it you clean. You were right. a couple of better, rather yeah. precise in your presentation. Thank you. Of the thesis. That's it. Yeah. See, Try, they needed, trying to keep this as needed, close to a fucking control group as they like, needed <laughs> two objects. Do what? They needed two objects and they'd be specific objects. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we had to get Stop in the game. Stop this. <laughs> he's he's LARPE vooing. <laughs> two objects. <LARPE-voo>. Two objects. <laughs> but they change. Everyone's yep. equal. The birthday guy won. Yep. Do you get it? What's your problem? Make sense? Come on. I explained <laughs> it already. You're such a tard. <laughs> LARP tard. Yeah. Now I thought I was just going to gloss over that and walk away, but nope. <laughs> Andy. 
<laughs> and it, whenever you think you're going to gloss over something and walk away, we follow you laughing. Right. <laughs> One more email. Ooh. Yes. Oh, okay. It starts, seriously. Okay. Is it oh. fact check or fat check? <laughs> it's, Whoa. It's fact check. <laughs> It's <laughs> but if you go to uh, the ice cream socials Tumblr, it's fat check. <laughs> really? Yes, there's a couple. There's a couple things that call me fat check in no. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because of the bullshit you pulled. Because I gave you shit about the diet. Yeah, stuff. that was yeah, what it was. Sure. So it became fat check, Andy, <laughs> yeah. on, on ice cream socials. You're fat check, Andy. Right. I can never tell. <laughs> Any hoot in a recent episode. <laughs> You doesn't said. help that you go marble mouth on every other fucking word. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. Let me stop. My, my, let my, me spit out my marbles. My, <laughs> suddenly, he's speaking as clear as no, no. Bell. Like, like, Holy shit! He's falls like, mainly on the plane. Forty-five years of holding these in, yes. and now finally free. <laughs> Jerry, my diction is beyond perfection. It'd be it's just easier you if you would suck my diction. Suck my diction. Fact check it. Dude, that's your goddamn autobiography. Yeah, right there. It'd be easier suck if you'd diction. suck my diction. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> A pronounced lie by Andy Taylor. <laughs> uh, so Jerry Thompson said to me one time, goes, you speak too fast, you mumble, you use words people don't use very often, and you use them in ways that nobody has ever used them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And I'm like, yeah. yep. Okay, I'll start watching that. I've gotten better since then. <laughs> okay, and you can good. imagine how bad I was before that. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Jerry hit it on him. Well, good for him. His usual insight. He's good. <laughs> so, anywho, in a recent episode, you said that George the Animal Steel is dead. Did I did I not s- say. Paul said that, and I corrected no, him I, later on. No, did I say he You was, did. You oh, said he, was, he dead. was dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Fortunately, that is incorrect. Yeah, he is still alive and well and tweeting. You might have confused him with Tor Johnson, the wrestler he played in Ed Wood. Right. Drove me nuts, being a bit of a pro wrestling nut. But don't worry, Mummer, um, Paul, I got your back. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Thank you, Sometimes Jake. I correct Paul off camera, and uh, it doesn't, you know, you guys Which don't hear about it. really easy since this is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You can figure that out. Very good. Okay. I will. Uh, yeah. off, off air. I will have to follow. I'm going to follow George Animals. Animal Steel right now. Do it right yeah, now. So right this. now. I don't know about Elizabeth. I didn't check on her. But Paul Chris George Brown TV is now following me. Is that the actual Chris Brown? Oh, shit. You're Good getting your say, ass kicked. I was going to say, he's going to hunt me down. <laughs> Before we go further. Okay. Oh, my goodness. A while ago, yes. 80s Jeff threw down the gauntlet. Actually, ah. he didn't, but I gauntlet? took it that way. That one? When uh, I, I, when, I <laughs> when I came out and when I, when I gave when out the, the out. Funkos. Yes. And I was talking about what do I associate 80s with? Uh-huh. And 80s just totally matter-of-factly said, Marty McFly. Yeah. yeah. Well, as anyone who follows the solar calendar of Western civilization knows, it was 80s Jeff's birthday a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, sure was. He's got a bag. Oh, Happy he birthday, does have a bag. 80s Jeff. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. That, what is that? that All is right. A- so it is a uh, Funko Pop. Uh, Marty McFly oh, wow. in the DeLorean time machine. That's that's styling. Yeah, it is styling. I can certainly get behind. No, that's I'm not going to be a Funko Pop crazy dude. You already are. You already are. Yeah. <laughs> but I did Too want. Late. No, I think that's been out for a little bit. Paul asks if that yeah, figure yeah, comes out. Yeah, yeah, the figure out. is. Oh, yes, it does. Does it come out of the DeLorean? It should I don't be know. able to. You should well, we'll actually be out. able to exchange Doc and Marty. Nice. 
Because, uh, yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, Kirsten. Yes, That's you're welcome, buddy. Happy birthday. completely out of soda. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, I was yes, just going to comment cider. on uh, when we were at Toys R Us earlier. That's why I'm drinking water, Paul. <laughs> Paul, if you want to drink the rest uh, of my soda, I'll drink another cider. Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten, Kirsten goes down one of the aisles and goes, oh, Funko Pops. Yeah. And they're, they're yeah. the whole shelf full of them. So. Are these glasses for drinking? <laughs> you no, don't those are dirty. All right, my assistance is required in the kitchen. Upper so. right cabinet, Paul. <laughs> Upper right. Paul, no, no. Paul has broken All the, the way cats. to the right. Where's All the, the way to the right. Where's the Mountain Dew? In the refrigerator. Can I have a Mountain Dew? Yes, you yes, can but have pour one. out the Tabasco first. How about this small? God cans. damn it. Use the nonstick. <laughs> Paul's in the kitchen trying to get hold of something. Just Paul's in the kitchen trying to get hold uh, of something. This, this, this is what ha- no mic. This <laughs> is what happens when we don't buy soda for Paul. Yeah, <laughs> he he reluctantly and loudly gets walks away. Reluctantly. Oh wait, ah, you, you found find? something special. Oh, we found this some is a, sort of a, a hidden Red Bull, blue oh, Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it might be a six months expired. It's gonna be strong. Bliss. I would. I it do, wasn't I'm, so much hidden as it was kind of my uh, emergency stash for when Paul starts well, to do oh, that to have like the low blood, gotcha. low blood sugar. Low blood sugar. No danger there, mon frere. I was gonna say. Definitely not something that we go to all the time. Right, you know, that's, that's on occasion, been, yes. if I make pancakes and I'm out of log cabin, I just tap a vein. <laughs> <laughs> not in the low blood sugar category. And he taps it yeah. just like a maple tree. Yeah. He holds yeah. it up. He scores down uh-huh. his arm, waits three Sorghum, hours. Sorghum, I hardly knew him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Fort Sorghum. Congratulations, you <laughs> lifeless ass. Aaron Sorkin? Now, course, I've been to say, Fort Sorkin. Andy, say is that, is that a second date line? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saved that one for third date. That's <laughs> you know, I've been to Fort Sorkin. <laughs> Take off the bra. <laughs> Oh, no, no. You, Too late. You can't explode it off my body. <laughs> you can't feel my no, chest no. as soon as you uttered those words. You cannot deliver Fort that wine. You cannot deliver that wine to a woman who's already still has a bra on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Andy. Okay. You heard it there, folks. A- fact check Andy. Dating advice. <laughs> Somebody, uh, somebody, start compiling this. Oh my god! Oh my god. He, does, he he comes out of the thing. That's cool. Yeah, look he at that little out. DeLorean. The DeLorean looks great. That's very cute. Now I want the Ecto One that they have. Right? Yeah, that's a very cute DeLorean. Yeah, it's it just, is. I'm disappointed the wheels don't flip out, so it you know is yeah. like ready to take to the air, but you can't. Well, have I have anything. I have ones that do that. They don't so. even roll. Yeah. This is a this is this is a stationary piece though. That's it's, not how it rolls. It's no. a static. <laughs> Funko. Oh, well, cool. There is a... I noticed and that the Marty McFly is very stable. Hmm. He has a. They uh, just got to put well, him in the right he, spot. He wasn't at first, but there's a little peg for his his shoe on there. Are you saying, Andy, that in, that uh, Michael J. Fox should be a bobblehead? Is that where you were going, Boy, Andy? You going to hell, little bastard? Low hanging fruit. Wow. Yes. Which part of hell is it? Low is it the inappropriate or the Jesus? Really? Low hanging fruit in a windstorm. Is that storm. the best you could do section? Jeez, Andy. Come on, man. Oh, God. Uh, what do you think you're on? Geek shock? <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> That's a hell of an intro to the show. Here. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the meat. Oh. <laughs> it's like this is all appetizer. We, we may never. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs the, show? The, the, the all appetizer. Well, the all hors d'oeuvre. We don't need show. <laughs> I need oxygen. The all hors d'oeuvre uh, geek shock episode. <laughs> oh, I interrupted myself. Now, of course, before we did Dirty DC, we did Marvel Meals, DC Meals. Yeah. Uh, Scully. 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 Uh, sent us a list that I'd missed, and I, and I definitely oh. wanted to hit those because they're beautiful. Of course, it's Scully. So, yes. So, in the Marvel Meals category, Scully gives us the Man-Thing platter, a pound of boiled kale served with two cherry tomatoes, and a 28-inch German sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a side of man-thing sauce. <laughs> oh, giant size for a dollar. You can giant size your man-thing for an extra buck. <laughs> Would you like that giant size? Oh, you, just want, you just want to go there to order it. <clears throat> oh, the Jack Kirby Burger. Two all-beef patties, jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, and bacon on a ciabatta roll. Stanley takes credit for it. I was going to say, the Stanley takes credit for it. Next is the Stanley Excelsior Burger. The ingredients to the Jack Kirby Burger, shamelessly stolen and placed between two pieces of white bread toast, burnt with Stanley's face on them. (laughs) Wow. That's beautiful. It's true. (laughs) Excelsior. The Black Widow Fruit Surprise. I'm the surprise, true believers. <laughs> a large hollowed out co- cassava melon with a two inch wide hole drilled into it, filled up with warm chocolate pudding and Scarlett Johansson's nude cell phone pick taped to it. <laughs> oh, <God>. Wow. <laughs> Okay, now we know the part where Scully started drinking. <laughs> that's, that's a soup that eats like a meal. <laughs> Gambit you add your own thing sauce. It sounds like to that one. That'd be funny. Add Whoa. your own. Add your own thing sauce. Whoa. No charge, sir. Uh, Gambit's raging Cajun plate, shrimp bits, and alligator pate served on playing cards. <laughs> Next, the Hank Pym, she walked into a door, chicken plat. Wow. Thank you, Scully. Oh, for- my God. Hank Pym, she walked into a door, chicken platter. Thank you for taking the oh heat from my God. Michael J. Fox joke. Oh. That's gold. That gets That's you. fucking gold. That gets you bruised chicken with battered vegetables. Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Please, everyone, understand. We're laughing at Hank Pym. Yeah, yeah he's a terrible, horrible human being. Oh my god! But it's great. Oh, that's fucking great. It's <laughs> fucking great. The Liefeld sandwich. <laughs> no a, feet. A collection of assorted tiny animal feet, fried and shoved into a dozen separate pita pouches. <laughs> nice. Yes. And finally, the Frank Miller meal. Dark, gritty pieces of something served to you by a whore. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. And Michael Johnson gave us one more DC meal. The Wonder Twins Power Breakfast. 
any dead animal, whether real, mythological, indigenous to Earth, or some other planet, and a bucket of water to wash it down with. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Those, those were truly inspired. Truly inspired. Very nice. Man. Very nice. Was there one more on there? One more lit thing? No? Uh, one more of that list? On, on the, yeah, well, there's one more in the page, I thought. Maybe that's that's all I had. I thought there was one other. I'll look it up. You look it up. You look it up. Let me know. Look it up, yo. Yo. Because here it is, an hour into the show, and news you don't give a shit about. Oh, oh yeah. Envision Media Arts is developing a movie based on Pez Candy. Seriously? <laughs> Yeah. The Candy Company also announced that the script would be written by Cameron Fay. His only screenwriting credit is for an upcoming film called Brother-in-Laws. And he is also going to write the new Three Stooges movie coming out in 2017. No information on what the story for the film will entail. All we have to go off is a quote from Envision Media Arts co-founder Lee Nelson, who says, Pez Candy is beloved by children and adults alike. With Cameron Fay, we've created a u- world unique to Pez and a story that will touch the hearts of many. Where everyone leans your head back and bites your throat. Well, now, uh, this was the origin of eBay. If they take it from that angle. That is true. It is the origin of eBay. You realize that? Explain. eBay started as a Pez collector trading site. I did not know it, that. It did. He's right. I, 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 I know. Him. I'm often right. It happens. <laughs> fact check fact Andy checking. has Thank confirmed you. it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Fact checking. So if if it's a documentary or something interesting like that, that'd be great. But it sounds like it's they're just going to go, be. Lego, hey, that Lego movie made millions of dollars. Let's make a Pez movie. Everyone loves Pez. <laughs> yeah. You know how you can play with Pez and build it into... Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's just bad tasting sugar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There's a whole complicated backstory about why nobody has any arms. Is it? If you have a Pez movie, wouldn't that be a licensing nightmare? Do you know the origin of Pez? Oh, please inform. I vaguely remind me, though. So Pez is, <laughs> short, really is short for peppermint in German. Okay. It was designed as a smoker's... Uh, Habit breaker. Yeah, cessation helps. Yes, so it was kind of designed like a lighter. So that's why it does what it does. Uh-huh. So it opens like a lighter. So instead of taking out a lighter, they didn't have any goofy wobble heads on them and shit. Right, they just, just a- take it out, a little stack, a little stack of peppermints that would automatically feed up when you flicked up your lighter. So you'd get that same kind of sen- sensation of I'm lighting one up, but you're just taking a piece of candy and eating that instead of going to a cigarette. That's how it started. Strange how that didn't work. Then they started adding flavors and other kinds of candies, and then they somehow fell into the uh, marketing with uh, character noggins. And the rest is history. It's his history. (laughs) I didn't know that. That was much more interesting than this movie is going to be. Yeah. No, I know. But that's as interesting as Pez will ever get. So don't. They're stupid. And still, all this and no Joust movie. God damn it. Uh, These guys are just going to lose a lot of money. I hate to say it, but I don't think it could be any worse than that damn Battleship movie. No, it can't be worse than that. That was that was well, pretty unless goddamn Rihanna awful. is a Pez. <laughs> <laughs> she tilts her head back a little mm-hmm. mint comes out. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. I stand corrected. <laughs> Far Away Entertainment has announced plans to bring the extended editions of all three Hobbit films to the theaters this no, October. No, thank you. <laughs> 
No, thank you. That's one why you don't give a shit about screen, it. Hurrah. Holy shit. I could barely stay awake for any of those fucking movies. They're terrible. I'm so sad by those movies. Are, th- 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 did anyone here like those movies? Yeah, they're they're not. I only saw they're the first one. I didn't watch I the never, other two, but not enough to watch the third one. I See, yeah. they're not good. It's so sad. He could have made one really brilliant film, like third a one, one brilliant three-hour film. Huba. Third one had war goats, which means war goats, goats of goats war, of war, goats of war. Like war boys. I ain't seen. There were goats that sprayed <laughs> silver in their mouth. I don't think I've seen. I don't think I must have seen that part. I fell asleep. I guess I was watching it while I was falling asleep. But well, I felt the it, first one I intended to watch and was gone. You, it's so you, boring. You may not be giving movies their best shake when you're watching them in a semi coma. <laughs> no, 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 over no, your no, belly. no, 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 no. <laughs> if a film can't hold me, get out of town. Nightcrawler. I was tired. I love Nightcrawler. So fucking good. That held me from the start. This movie, all those that that shit where they're getting those barrels going down the river. I actually yeah. like that segment. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who that Andy was, Circus, uh, yeah, Andy Circus directed that part. That part. But that's that's the part I remember most. Uh, of like course, because it's like, oh, something's actually happening. But then it was just to what end? Oh yeah, it was just candy. Oh, nothing it's so, but, but sugary sweetness. Oh, like a Pez dispenser. Like a Pez dispenser. <clears throat> it helped. That scene habit. helped me quit smoking. So how long go. will it be with all three movies together? I don't know. Too long. Ten hours. <laughs> it was already too long. They're already two hours plus each one of them, aren't they? They're like three oh, yeah. each, aren't they? Just about. So fuck. But but uh, so that means that there was some content left over that he put back in. Like what? <laughs> oh yeah. The Tom Bombadil scene is put back in. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they finally put Tom Bombadil? You know, it wouldn't surprise no. me. That would be the kind of move he'd do. You go. You got to buy the Tom Bombadil <laughs> version. Tom Bombadil will be its own movie. <laughs> Three movies. Three movies. You know what? If they did a Tom Bombadil Mysteries, <laughs> and they set it all in Hobbiton, right? I would tune in. Tom Bombadil comes in to, to wreck shit. Be like, oh, so tell me, tell me, when you found these mushrooms, were you in space? <laughs> he's, he's actually Space Columbo. He's hiding. Uh, could be worse. It could be the Cosby Mysteries. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when you found the mushrooms, did you eat them slow so they put you to sleep? The real mystery oh. is, there, is there anything in this drink I just gave you? We're going to find out. Get ready. Oh, boy. Which, which on a no. side note, did anybody catch on Cracked, uh, the website? They had... Uh, they watched some scene from an oh, old yeah, Cosby no, I, I show. Oh, yeah, I you guys, yeah. And yeah, that, that was yeah. you that sent it to us. <laughs> oh, my was, God. That was, that was horribly uncomfortable to watch. It really was. Especially in the, the did current you, did context. Did you watch that? It was, it was the old Cosby show, the, you know, the sweater Cosby show, and apparently his barbecue sauce... Oh yeah, so people fall yeah, in had, love. A, had a secret yeah. ingredient that made everybody want to go home right away. Make out, yeah. And, then they, and he was going to put some up in the room with Claire. Uh-huh. Let's take a cup of my thoughts up to the room. And then uh, wow. the young boy that was there with Rudy oh, goes yeah. to have a piece of chicken. He and quickly he runs over, from takes the chicken away from him. Dr. Huxtable, this sauce is delicious. Like, no, no, no. I'm not going to root for you. <laughs> what was his name? Well, he didn't want his daughter. I know what he was yeah. <laughs> His daughter, That's, Rufy. That was the, that was the funny part. Rufy! Rufy! <laughs> Rufy, I mean, Rudy! Rufy! Quaalude! Get down here! 
You guys, we got some serious things to talk about. I don't know who's not going to sleep. <laughs> God. But I keep going into the rooms and you're awake playing the video games and reading the books and the books of Bogu. <laughs> Go to sleep. So I can do it. <laughs> oh! Damn! Wow. Ruby! I guess that's why the older daughter, Valium, went to college so early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my Michael J. Fox jokes are too dark. Sure, they are. Yeah, this, that was a different world than she, where she came different from. Different world. <laughs> Spin off. Hey, oh! So, in the other show, I, I posted this on your, on your uh, bucket show or one of those things. You, you claim we that. We don't pay uh, attention to your bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Fat check. <laughs> Fat check. You guys claimed that he hadn't admitted culpability. Uh, oh. no the the lawyer. Oh. No, he said, said he hadn't. He the lawyer oh. made a statement. Look, he who, had not. Who did, he, who did he perform an I spy with? Who is this supposed to? Oh yeah, right, Robert Culp. Robert Culp. See, oh, so yeah. there's culpability right there. I got there plenty for you. of culpability <laughs> with him next to me. I spy with my little eyes, and when I'm gonna roofie. <laughs> <laughs> At the Red Roofy Inn. Oh God! <laughs> that was my pen. That was my pen Sunday yeah. school joke. He laughed. I got that one in there. He laughed. Yeah. He loved it. Oh, <laughs> got that one in there. That was good. News you don't give a shit about. Peter Dinklage. Yep. Done. <laughs> Out. What? Mr. Game of Thrones. I'm Mr. Game of Thrones. You, you know Apparently he's in season pixels. What? Yeah, great. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in Pixels that are not doing a decent job in that. Uh, Josh Gad's in it. Yeah. Those photos of Sandler at the premieres. Oh, he just oh just looks, just looks like drained and it looks like it's over. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I thought they'd like it. I thought they'd like it. Oh no, <laughs> they, he, he, didn't, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's what he looks like. Well, his last, his last few him. movies. I mean, I, I still haven't seen Pixels, and I probably won't till it comes out on video. But I mean, they he looks completely, you know, like he has no energy in his performance. There's just there's just no. It's very flat performance, and I'm like, is he has he just given up? You know, is like the whole producing thing just too much? He doesn't really want to act anymore, and but you know, he's he's committed himself to these things because you know, I mean, good lord, the way to see Pixels would be to go see it on a Tuesday afternoon right after school gets out over at the uh, Tropicana Regency when they have the cheap, you know, when it's, it's usually a dollar fifty and it's mm-hmm. a, it's a dollar on that day. And that's the crowd you want to watch Pixels with. The people are that. You don't want to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> I, don't, don't go see that I think, movie. I think a dollar would be paying too much for that. No, film. no, but it's the audience. The audience, the people with that 50 cents is an important difference. Oh, I see. Yeah, those are the people that are really going to be enjoying that movie. Alrighty then. Peter Dinklage has received a ton of disappointing reviews for his work as the floating robot AI ghost in Destiny. And so, Game Informer reports that not only is Bungie replacing Dinklage with video game voiceover superstar Nolan North, but they're also having North go back and re-record all of Dinklage's dialogue from earlier in the game, wow. so there will be a single unified ghost experience for players wow. throughout the game. I have never heard of this happening. No. Ever. No. But I, I have I have heard nothing but lackluster. Oh, he phoned it in. It's, it's, it's his delivery is just, just so deadpan on, boring. just catch him on a tired day, squeezing him in between. I mean, I know the guy's fucking busy. Sure. But then turn down a fucking project. I, 
I don't know. All I could say is that is the it, director had to have directed him to be a emotionless robot. Be a robot. That's really what it sounds like because I've watched you play it and I was just like, yeah, he's. Yeah, it's like you start tuning out immediately don't when he get starts your talking. dick stuck in the door. <laughs> Close the door slowly so your dick doesn't stick there. Do you think it was his, was it his first voiceover work? No, oh, I doubt no, it. I don't no. think so. I don't think it's his first voiceover work. In fact, I I, I know he's done like some animated oh, uh, then, like short oh, mm-hmm, stuff, like like uh, TV shows. He and dubs stuff. tons it's of a porn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just tons of it. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the, Do you have any of his work? Well, let me get it. Let me get it queued up on my phone here. No, let's see here. Here we go. Driving yeah. Miss Daisy, <laughs> Part X. <laughs> And here we go. Here All right. Here's a little sample. Uh, oh, my wiener. <laughs> oh, my wiener. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, my small wiener attached to my small body. Oh, boy. That's not what I thought it sounded like. I really <laughs> love Paul's commitment. <laughs> he <Yeah>. actually <laughs> held his phone up to his face. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yep. <Just> his <laughs> eyes closed and, and just uh, you could feel him reaching out and, like Hamlet. And, and, he, <laughs> and he made his tiny O face. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, that was what he hit. Drive Miss Daisy X. It's pretty much in every... Yeah, Drive Miss Daisy X. But pretty much every movie he dubs mm-hmm. is just... Oh, my wiener. Oh, my small wiener. And my small body. And my don't forget, I missed a Game of Thrones. Yeah. He doesn't go into that sexy voice. He no, does, no. He, it's the weird thing. He doesn't oh, okay. tap into that, that gravitas. Well, he's he all, didn't tap into oh, it on Destiny, so that makes all the sense. Oh, my wiener. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Is this porn name Le Petit Mort? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's good. <laughs> that's that's some highbrow shit. We lost half yeah. our audience, you asshole. <laughs> Fat check. Just that's, took it to I the stratosphere, so I'm some, checking uh, out. That's some Library of Alexandria reference level shit. God. That's well, some, according to you, that's Paul, some, he, some tasteful he, shit. he would have he been the curator of the Library of Alexandria. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> After he defeated all the dinosaurs and right. <laughs> took 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 over the Andy would have done it. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Last week, word came out that Jake Gyllenhaal was in talks to star in David Gordon Green's Stronger, a film about the Boston Marathon bombing of 2013. Strawberry. Stronger. Strawberry? Oh, stronger. Stronger. I thought you said strawberry. I'm like, <laughs> what? Why would they call it strawberry? Right. We got to get Paul the stroke wallet. <laughs> Stick it in his ear. I, bl- I blame the blue. I oh, do. Okay. <laughs> strawberry. He's hearing faster than well, people are speaking. It's animated, and Strawberry Shortcake is in the main role. Uh, oh, okay. She plays uh, Kozlov's Glasgow Blues. <laughs> and she's opposite Peter Dinklage as Why are they the Moore. Now that that movie seems like something you don't need, but right. whatever. To each their own. Yeah. So okay. David Gordon Green's stronger the film about the Boston Marathon bombing. Great. Now Variety reports that director Peter Berg is in final negotiations to direct Patriots Day, a film that recounts the events of the bombing. From okay, the perspective of quick, Boston Police Commissioner Ed Davis. This is why I'm a conspiracy theorist. 
Because shit like that. Oh, a third film? There's another competing Fuck movie off. in development <laughs> called Boston Strong, which had Casey Affleck interested in starring. It's about the Boston bombing. So you yeah, were saying, Paul? <laughs> I think my point is made. Hey, uh, how do we decide what history was? Movies. Okay. Let's make three on this one. So let's just make sure we convolute the whole fucking thing. I think they only made one on 9-11. <laughs> no, there, there were three. There's a three. At least three. Wow. The, there was, uh, I didn't see any of them. I, I didn't see any of them either. Well, there were, there were just different aspects. You had uh, uh, Oliver Stone's 9-11. Right. You had the one about the airplane flight. Yep. Flight, flight 93. 93. Right. And what was, what was the other? Oh, what, then loose change? That's not... <laughs> <laughs> Was it, well, you had the other, the one. that other one. The I think White Chicks wasn't White Chicks. White Chicks is the 9/11 documentary. <laughs> white Chicks. Yeah, yeah, extremely loud, <laughs> and incredibly, incredibly close. close. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's so right. there's a there was, there's, was... A, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. I don't know. It just it, you know what? Honestly, to each their own. I won't stop people from making shit, but that is certainly not my cup of tea. Right. And you also have if I'm Ma- going to the films. Right. Then you also have uh, Man of Steel. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Man of Steel was like 9-11 times 100. It was 9 times 11. 9-11 11. Yeah. dialed up to 11. Oh, it goes all the way to 9-11. So it was 900-1100? Yep. Oh. You know, those Kryptonian villains? Cosby could take them out in a second. He could have. That sauce. <laughs> I got some kryptonite for your ass. <laughs> it's Rufy! Rufy! Oh, look at that ass! <laughs> Kneel before Kaz. So wrong. Some of this barbecue sauce. <laughs> so wrong and yet so right. <laughs> Weekend gig! Yay! An hour and a half in. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's good news. We're, we're not going to get through all this. Hey, <laughs> you got to understand something. I'm your father. I, you are the son of Jarello. <laughs> no! That's it's true. not true. No, it's the facts. You can call me Pudding Pop. <laughs> I'm your Pudding Pop. Yep. Zoop, zoop, doop, boop, You need to drop your mic right now. <laughs> Just, yeah. That's it. Pop. There's oh, always boy. room for Jarello. That's always. What you're going to find out, General Zod. <laughs> you're going to find out how much room I take up. I get one carry-on plus this. Boink. Zoop. Now, now don't you go thumbing through them picture pages. <laughs> Mortimer Ichabod pen is going to find some grossness. <laughs> Whoa. You okay there, Andy? I'm breaking right now. My cause is off tonight. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's pretty dark. I don't know. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. (laughs) Oh, there's nothing right. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty-seven years later, this cider tastes funny. (laughs) Warner Brothers announced Dungeons and Dragons for production as a major motion picture. The announcement comes 10 months after the settlement of a legal battle over who owned the film rights to the franchise. There's already a script, 
uh, courtesy of The Conjuring 2's David Leslie Johnson. Mm. Quote, we are so excited about bringing the world of Dungeons and Dragons to life on the big screens. Oh, yeah? Are you? Have you seen the other fucking movies? (laughs) You won't be so excited. This is far and away the most well-known brand in fantasy, which is the genre that drives the most passionate film followings. D&D has endless creative possibilities. Yeah. Giving our filmmakers immense opportunities to delight. You heard it right there. Thrill. Endless possibilities. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. Meanwhile, uh, uh, producer Courtney Solomon who directed the 2000 film, Ugh. had this odd thing to say. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, quote, Please speak to us, O oh muse. Please elucidate. Quote, we are thrilled that this beloved property can finally make its way to the big screen after 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. Wait, she directed the one that... He. He. Courtney Solomon. He directed the shitty one? Yeah, in 2000. Yeah, and now he's talking... What, 20 years? Yeah. What, is he crazy? I don't know. That's what he says. Finally, make its way to the screen after 20 years, and that it can be realized by Warner Brothers, who has been responsible for the biggest fantasy franchise over the past two decades. Is it actually slated to come out in 2020 or something? Is he directing it? No, no. He's listed as an exec producer. Yes. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, now Kirsten would know. To sort out, I just read about this. To sort out the rights issues because TSR signed. A shitty contract with Sweet Pea Entertainment, which is Courtney Solomon's production company, that gave him the rights for eternity. He had him forever. Fuck. And that was the whole. It, it was like the the whole exclusionary clauses that would terminate were like so weak. Oh. That's why. That's why he's done the three movies: the first one, the theatrical, and then the two straight to video. This deal. He will get an executive producer credit on this one picture. On this one picture, then rights reverse back to Hasbro Wizards of the Coast. Right. So there are a lot of people in the gaming community who are screaming bloody murder because they think they're going to get another Courtney Solomon movie. Yeah. Don't know for sure. It is entirely possible he is in there. He will. This movie will come out. He will get his paycheck, and then he is done right. and out of the franchise. And then Warner Brothers can get on. So this this film may be the picking of the scab that new blood may flow. So we might get a really shitty film, but it will end. It will end. It his should reign end his involvement, his hold on the license. Good. What I'm hearing is there's a contract lawyer out there that I want on my side. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that guy might have died about 25 years ago. And there's ago. also a contract lawyer out there that you went on your side. <laughs> I can't tell. What I'm hearing is there's that. a problem, Ron of us. I'm on my side. <laughs> there's a coleslaw layer that I want on my side. <laughs> coleslaw slayer. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, that's the D&D movie for me. There you go. That in a, in an exclusive agreement with KFC, Coleslaw Slayer. <laughs> the sides to rule them all. With Red Sanyo. <laughs> the graphic equalizer to equalize them all. Oh, boy. I'm but speaking good. at the library Thursday. I'm going <laughs> to be very nervous now. <laughs> oh, it'll you're, be fine. You're going to give him a complex. <laughs> the layers. It's going to be a simplex. It's terrible. <laughs> The layers of irony. Andy speaking at a library. <laughs> oh, I wasn't nervous till now. Andy Taylor, what did I just say? A speech in three parts. 
<laughs> That'd be great. I'm fucking doomed. You could have Paul be his translator, sort of like you know when um, when uh, uh, oh god, the guy from Saturday Night Live did the 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 deaf translation. He did the translating for the deaf. Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris. Oh yeah. And he would he just want to go out with you. And I just have Paul standing below Andy, <laughs> shouting slowly. <laughs> What are you speaking on, Andy? Uh, I'm speaking on Vegas and pop culture. All right. I understood that. Hey, (laughs) yeah. Talk about geek disappointment. Months before my dad passed away, we were watching a Betty Page documentary. And my dad was watching it, and he was like, you know what? I think she was a model in a photography class I took in the 50s. And I was like, oh, wow, dad, you had a... You had a little interaction with history there. My dad passed away. Months later, I'm going through his slides. 3,000 slides. My dad took pictures and did nothing but slides for over a decade. That's my dad, too. Good old buddy, Vernon Wilmer, Star Trek The Experience archivist. Mm -hmm. Actually, very kindly, I gave him my dad's slide collection, over 3,000 slides. And Vernon spent months painstakingly digitizing all of those pictures. I have one picture that is an obvious 1950s quote photography club quote nude of a brunette woman who looks a lot like a non-glam Betty Page. And I was like, holy shit. That could be Do her. I have a slide of Betty Page? So I called my hookup, fact-checked Andy. So... Do you know any kind of a Betty Page scholar I could talk to? And he's like, as a matter of fact, I do. Who do you know, Andy? Uh, Mark Hall Patton from the Clark County Museum. That some of you people might recognize as the dude with the hat who appears on Pawn Stars Stars, every now and again. The beard of knowledge. Yes. (laughs) Andy introduced me to Mark last week. I brought in the slide and a giant printout picture, and Mark... I, t- I showed him the picture. I told him the story. He's like, give me a minute. And he disappeared in the back. I don't want to know why. <laughs> but he came out yeah, and melon. G- gave me a breakdown of Betty Page's appearance, this picture's appearance. And unfortunately, it's probably a model who just looked a lot like Betty Page. Yeah, there were there were a lot of models in those uh, photography clubs. Yeah, but this this picture is really close. This one is like it looks like Betty Page before you know big time makeup people. And I had heard the documentary mentioned that she had worked photography clubs doing nude modeling. Before she hit it. The yeah, picture looks very she, similar yeah, to Betty Page. It really yeah. does. Yeah, bit, it but when Mark broke it down, it's like, yep, that's, yeah, okay. not, that's wrong right. and that's wrong. And, yeah. Oh. It's too bad. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it, there's still a bunch of pictures that are constantly being discovered because people are like, oh, I just, I was digging through my, you know, father, grandfather's collection and I found these photos from these. Because a lot of these photos from these clubs were never published. Yeah. I mean, sure. and, oh, and yeah, in fact, they, uh, my, there's a lot of them of her before she cut her bangs yeah. into that classic, you know, Betty Page style right. that we associate right, right. with her. So, All right. So it was very interesting. It was also interesting meeting Mark. He was a gentleman and a scholar. It was very, the whole thing was interesting and a bit of a letdown. But hey, there you go. Mark's but always fun to talk to. I was actually working on through their ass. <clears throat> I was actually working on this uh, <laughs> on the lecture I'm giving okay. Thursday. I was out there taking pictures of his. Uh, he has a giant collection of paperbacks that uh, mention Vegas or include Vegas as a setting. 
and there's some really, really terrible novels. 1,200 books. So when and where is this taking place? 7 o'clock Thursday at the Clark County Museum. 7 o'clock p.m.? Yeah. Uh, there's a, I was actually interviewed on uh, NPR last week. I'll, I'll, I'll put post the link on the Ugly Couch Show thing. Okay, great. Yeah. Cult geek icon Adi Shankar, producer of the Power slash Rangers short <laughs> film as well as Punisher Dirty Laundry, is set to make his directorial debut with a series that aims to turn superhero tropes upside down. Deadline reports that HBO Project, dubbed Gods and Secrets, is akin to Alan Moore's Watchmen and will explore, quote, the darker logical underpinnings of superhero tropes, unquote. The story is set in a world where superheroes exist and the celebrity culture is in full swing. The plot follows a super team dubbed the Guardians of Justice and will feature a war to end all wars, unquote. All I know is I am a huge fan of this guy's work. Yeah, this is the I, most Katie Segal, the uh, Power Rangers one. Was it, wasn't it Katie Segal? Not no, Katie Segal. Both of you, no. Torgo <laughs> and Paul, the looks on your face. Not were Katie Segal. Awful. Um, <laughs> sack off. Sack off. Oh sack off. Yes. <laughs> yes, the one with Katie Sack off. Oh God. You two, that was awesome. <laughs> Damn it! I wish I had a picture. <laughs> now. Uh, I'm I'm pleased that this guy's getting a shot, but I'm a little, uh, you know, he'll it'll be fine. Go for it. I just I they they see they go oh this guy knows how to do superheroes right. How about we make him do it where superheroes are all weird? What the what? I don't know. He does a good job of finding dark underpinnings on about everything he does. And, and he, did you see his James Bond? No, that he did. No, he Wait, he. Was cre- Katie Scott on that one? No, did this one? He did. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he he made it, and they forced him to take it down. So he instead put up the. Uh, 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 what's that uh, storyboard? Thank you. The storyboards leading up to it, and it is James Bond, uh, Roger, uh, not Roger Moore's, but uh, Sean Connery's James Bond after retirement, and him trying to make a life for himself afterwards. It is great. It is really, really good. I'd like a six-inch tuna. Can you make that for me? Oh, goodness. You're a double agent with a knife. I thought you were a sandwich artist. Turns out you're an assassin. I blocked that knife with my subway card. Now I only need two more punches. Thanks. I like your effects budget. <laughs> now, Man, I have to take admit. that. There's a kick to the face. Right through the lettuce hole. <laughs> Ow, why can't we have sex? <laughs> what? The- <laughs> wow. Boy, that actually what? stopped Paul. <laughs> Paul was like, I'm done. Holy shit. Peg Bundy. I was going to say, what? Katie Seagal, as a, as a Bond yeah, girl, with the innuendos of Bond girl names, Peg Bundy is the See, ultimate Bond girl. Andy, you you do need me to translate for you. Was that some kind of a bird? Was it the Simpsons episode? What's that from? Is that from some show about birds? <laughs> Was the Simpsons episode where they, they had the, the clip from Married with Children? And like, Al, let's have sex. He goes, no pig. Yeah. And then, and then you get the whole canned laughter. Mm-hmm. 
And then he switches, it pans over, and there's a toilet sitting there, and he flushes it, and there's even more canned yeah, laughter. Yeah. The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a funny episode. All right. Well, Paul, if you ever <laughs> need <laughs> work after all your other stuff dries up, <laughs> translating for Andy. <laughs> That's public too much. Is fucking public work. You'll, you'll That's too much work. <laughs> Doesn't you'll pay much. Every other fucking sentence. You'll, you'll no, be, do you'll, it for exposure. You'll so be the Andy, computer. You learn oh, there'll be exposure. You should learn Braille, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you just write everything out no, in Paul, dots. You'll, what? you'll be the computer to his Stephen Hawking. <sighs> this is what he is trying to say. <laughs> no, this is what he is trying to say. And no. put Andy in a Captain Pike chair. <laughs> We're just going to confine you to beeps. <laughs> How should Andy speak? Write to us, Collins. <laughs> really? We're done? We are done. Leave, leave out the how. <laughs> and until oh, next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Joe. Commander K. Boop. <laughs> Success! We understood! One beep for yes! Pure acknowledgement! Dude, you got nothing to worry about at the library now. We'll talk to you next week again. You'll be fucking coasting. Uh, oh, oh. Be great. He's got time for questions? <laughs> boop, boop. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> Oh, he's really got time. That was two yeses. <laughs> two yeses. Two. Oh, even though he's two beeps, he's two. two yeses. So that's a double yes? <laughs> even in his fucking beep chair, he's all confused. <laughs> he muddles up the beep chair. <laughs> what, are you try- what are you trying to say? Be clear, you fuck! Paul, the translator, losing it with Andy. Can you fucking beep? Can you beep like a normal person? (laughs) Take the marbles out of your beeper, you asshole. (laughs)